A priest, his brother, and a married guy walk into a podcast to discover the deepest truths of our day. If you're a seeker of ancient wisdom, interdimensional museums, and the Baltimore Catechism, then this is not the show for you. You're listening to the Untitled Catholic Podcast. And it starts right now. Episode number 59 of the Untitled Catholic Podcast here with the OGs only, Nolan Reynolds. Yo, that's an arbitrary number, and, right? By the way, uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Actually, I think it is fifty-nine. We we said we were gonna joke around and not give the actual. It's not. It's not. I thought it was. It might be the fifty-ninth no. we recorded, be, but not released. There you go. It's like fifty-two. Fifty-three. 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 All right. Yeah. Well, fifty-nine. <laughs> and that's Father Sean. That's chiming in back there. Don't worry, everyone. We're keeping social distance. This is via Google Hangout. None of us are even in the same room with each other. Not... Little little trick. <laughs> We've only done that once little or twice trick. anyway. We, yeah, that's what I was going to say. We've only been in the same room together maybe once or twice. Sometimes there are people in the same room together, but it's not usually uh, everybody. Every once in a while, some people are in the same room, but most of the time, nobody's in the same room. I feel like some of the best stuff that we've done is when we're all three together. In the same in room? In the same room, yeah. The one or two yeah, times well, I guess this it. won't be some of the best. No, but... In- including some right, unrecorded exactly. material. But, Sh- Father Sean, is it... How has listenership been? Is it on the up and up? Are people uh, bored? We, I can tell you right now... Well, we had 90-something the last time I checked. Uh, the first episode we released. Um, so... I don't know if I would say that we have consistently a hundred yet, but I'll. <clears throat> we have ninety-seven for the honeymoon is over, and seventy-seven for Batman. Uh... Okay, so, so we're going That's down. Good. <laughs> well, I mean, one was released over a week ago, and the other was released only a few days ago. So seventy-seven in a few days. Yeah, I took that as good news. Yeah. Oh, so that is good. All right, so we're almost. And we're... then the honeymoon is over. It had two comments. And then from the same person. But then we received an email this week. We received another email this week from Greg Marino. And what did Greg have to nice. say? He said, hi, Father Sean, Justin, and Nolan. Do you guys have an Instagram, Facebook, and or Twitter account? Yes. I don't think we have Instagram, but we have the other two. I think those things will probably help the podcast grow, even if it's slow and steady. Maybe it's because I'm a Catholic nerd, but I enjoy the episodes where other priests are on the show. Well, we tried to get two other priests on this episode, and they couldn't because they're busy. Who would have thunk it? So, sorry, Craig. In this quarantine and and time of self-isolation, people would be busy. We have high-powered friends, I guess. Then he said... He's he's absolutely right about the Instagram Yeah, we should get on that. We should definitely. Instagram wasn't That's a, more important than Facebook yeah, or Instagram Twitter. wasn't a thing when we started this, so I guess we never got to it. But anyway, he said he said he, he recommended doing trivia between the three of us. I guess one person would ask a question mm. and the other two answer it. Oh, that's what he said. And he said maybe people can send in questions. Also, perhaps more most Catholic Avenger type episodes where you take movie, TV, game themes. And apply them to Catholic teachings. I don't know. Just throwing it out there. That's good. And then he sent another email saying, also, can I be on the podcast? Well, here's the thing. He, Greg was 
third in line to email. So, I mean, if we were to do that, we'd have to at least give it to the first two people to email, right? Right. I guess. I don't know. There are really no rules. The only rule that we know of is that we should all be at least six feet apart. Which we are. Which we are. We're several miles. Nolan and I are several miles apart. And then we're all about 700, several hundred miles away from you, Justin. It is true. So Mm. you're welcome, Dr. Fauci. We're listening. Yeah. We're playing our part. part. And speaking of social distancing, Father Sean, did you say you had a story about that? Yeah. So I was going for a walk the other day. And I see this as as Nolan described it. These games of chicken are all that we have right now. I I live by that statement, <laughs> by the way. Yeah, I I was walking, and I could tell right away this other guy walking towards me was not going to move. So I was like trying to like move out of the way. He was in the street, so then I moved into the sidewalk, and he he like I like did like a like I kind of looked at him and gave a wave, and he like started coming towards me with his hand extended. And I kind of looked at him, and then he moved it to an elbow bump, and I just waved and kept walking. Did you know this guy? Jeez. No, I've never seen this guy before in so my what? life. Why was he trying to elbow bump you? I don't know. Jeez. I don't know. I don't Respect. know about that guy. I, I, no, he looked like that. that it's, it's weird. It's there like... was something not right there, and he, he kind of was like coming towards me with an elbow, and I was like, I don't – that's – why can't we just... We're already too close. <laughs> like, nowadays, it's, like, exhilarating to, like, run into, like, another human being for, like, so many different reasons. Because it's, like, A, you've been quarantined, you haven't seen anyone except for, like, your immediate family, and then, like... But, like, B, it's also, like, am I am I tempting myself? Like, like am I threatening myself right now or risking my health by being around this other people? And it's, like... What are they gonna do? The games of chicken, the whole deal. Has anyone been to the grocery I, store recently? Uh, I've been to Rite Aid. I went to Trader Joe's. Yeah, I went to Trader Joe's on Monday. It's kind of freaky, right? Like, I, especially when I see someone with a mask. For some reason, that scares What's me even better? more. A mask is good because masks don't prevent us from getting sick. They prevent other people from getting sick. Yeah, but that makes me think that that person has it and they shouldn't be out at all. No, it probably means like, that that person thinks that you have it and don't want to get it from you. But also, an, even though that another doesn't, social distancing... That's not no, necessarily not how, how it works. works at all. Another social distancing story is I saw this older lady walking and I waved to her as I was walking by. She was like, hey, you know, what, 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 what are you going to do? It's not, it's not much. We can't do much else. So we gotta, we gotta, we gotta keep, you know, we got to just kind of, you know. <laughs> and I was like, oh. She sounded like the micro machine guy. <laughs> I mean, what are you going to do? It's going to be, do what are you going to do? Remember that? Oh, man. The who? No, I was like, I don't know, lady. I didn't, she was on the other side of the show. I didn't the get Nolan's reference. Oh, jeez. I said the micro machine guy. Do you remember? Did you guys play with micro machines no. when you were kids? Or is that that's? Oh man, I'm showing my that's age. Gen X. They're like these little tiny cars. I'm not Gen X though. I'm I'm the I'm the onset I know, of but I just wanted to say that. You wanted to reference the yeah. previous episode. Self-referential. We're we're we stringing this all together. It's like it's like much much more intentional. Whoa, 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 whoa. What are you talking about? String deal theory. Easy Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> I'll, hold on, let's put a little Easter egg in. It's hot if you're listening. Text us right now. 
So that we'll see if Todd listened to the episode that he wasn't on. That being, that's a fun little game, right? That's we're trying to stay sane, right? And Clubberg, if you're if you're watching, don't text yeah. us. We already got enough texts <laughs> from you. Oh boy, <laughs> um, incoherent. Text oh, that's a, that's a nice way to guilt trip people into watch into listening to the episodes. <laughs> I uh, I went to Trader Joe's on Monday, and I know one of the employees through friends of friends. I don't know him well. And I don't, I don't think he'd be listening to this. So I feel comfortable telling the story that I saw him through the window. And they did a thing where they put pieces of tape outside. And you would stand six feet apart from people. And they only let maybe like 15, 20 people in the store at a time. So most people can avoid each other. But this guy waved through the window. And he walked out to say hi. And I thought he was coming in to say hi. But then I kind of made a motion that I didn't want to say hi and then he stopped recognized it and then waved and said he was six feet apart and then throughout my shopping experience he kept telling me how he was six feet apart so that was a little annoying <laughs> so can I if we're going to continue to be self-referential can I tell a story that's several months old now what if we said no why not uh, then no, I won't. you can so when we were at NCYC together, Nolan and I, Stacy, who sent us an email asking us to be on the show, if we would be on her show, and then I said, we'll be on your show and you can be on our show if you respond to this in the show. Yeah. Do you remember that? Of course. It yeah. was hilarious. I yes, saw her at NCYC. She had no recollection of any of the Untitled Catholic podcast stuff. So I suffice it to say... Either she's too big for us now, or uh, she never listened and forgot about it. Wait a second. So how did it come up in conversation? It didn't. I didn't talk about well, it. Well, how do you know then that she asked? How did how, she sent an email asking to be on the show? Yes, and I'm saying when you saw her in person, you're saying that she had no recollection of that. No, she started talking about her podcast, I believe. Uh, but did not mention ours. Yeah, but did you did you no, mention I, it? We said very specifically in our episode, if she's listening, then then she should respond. And we gave her specific instructions. Me That's reminding true. her fair is fair. It was not part of the specific instructions. That's true. Right. Fair point, Mike. Fair point. Do you have any social distancing stories? No, not really. I mean, that's like the extent of it. I've I've went I went out. Um, once to Rite Aid to do like the uh, Easter shopping because we're just like paranoid that the week before Easter that that Holy Week or like the couple days before Easter there's going to be like pandemonium at in the uh, Easter aisle and people buying candy so I wanted to make sure we got our Cadbury nice. and stuff all ready to go <laughs> um, before that that possibility um, happens and I just I was in I just I'll say I was like in for a long time so I saw a lot of people with masks and I don't know why. It's probably just me, but I see a, a person with a mask, and I just—that's when it hits me. I'm like, "Oh gosh, get away from me!" <laughs> My dad is convinced that I had the coronavirus back in January. In, 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 Instead, back in and January, not, like he, and no, not he, pneumonia. He, he's going on and everyone he can tell about it. He's telling about it. <laughs> yeah, but puking yeah. is not part of the deal, is it? I don't know. With coronavirus, that could have been anything. Did you have shortness of but, breath? Yes. Did you have uh, you had a fever? A low yes. grade fever? And a cough. A very bad cough. <laughs> mm. Did you did you have you did. did you 
hang out with anyone from Wuhan when you were in Phoenix? Not that I know of, but I've pro- I think I watched The Dark Knight, and and that's Batman. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. So what? Could you get coronavirus through Netflix? I heard possibly. If you watch Outbreak and Contagion, and Contagion, I only watched Outbreak at the same and I didn't time. Watch Contagion, I couldn't watch either. Did, one. They they've actually already have a movie on Netflix about the coronavirus. I saw this the other day. Really? Yeah, it's like already out. It's like doesn't make sense. That's annoying. It's, it's, we're still living it. L- literally, it's like someone went into the future and made it and brought it back. <laughs> it is it is crazy <laughs> that like when people say I don't want to talk about the coronavirus. There literally is nothing else to talk about. There isn't. There's no sports. There's no. There's nothing else to talk about unless you're watching Tiger King. <laughs> One good thing is the Mets haven't lost yet. That's right. But yet somehow their second best pitcher got hurt. Go figure. Yeah, how did that happen? How do you get hurt when you're not playing? He must have been hurt before. Yeah. And then they just waited to say something. You know what? My guess is that he actually needed this surgery, and they were like, no, we're just you're just going to pitch through it. And then, like, this pandemic came down, and they were like, all right, I guess you could get the surgery now. <laughs> and then people are mad that he was able to get the surgery because elective surgeries were canceled, but not for rich people, I guess. No. Mm. We got we to gotta spin this. We're getting too negative. This will be the last negative thing i say my dog stinks and i don't know what i don't know what to do about it <laughs> does he have coronavirus uh, no I don't, I, if one of the uh symptoms of coronavirus for dogs was that they stink then she very well might have it but maybe you should give her a bath. But that's the thing it's she's not she's not good with that kind of stuff so we usually take her somewhere, and they cut her nails for her, and we pick her up. She she smells good, and they put a bandana on her, but it's too cold to wash her outside. <laughs> it's I don't know. Desperate times call for desperate measures, my friends. I might I got this rose oil facial toner. Maybe I'll just spray it on her. It smells good. That should do the trick. Yeah. Does she smell like a wet dog? Yeah, she just smells like a the wet, dirty dog. <laughs> She doesn't even know it. That's the sad part. She's sitting next to me just looking. She has no idea I'm talking about her. Oh, well. The poor slob. The poor slob. The poor slob. <laughs> Did you see? I highly recommend um, watching John Krasinski put out a 15-minute video called Some Good News, and he only reported good news. And it was nice. And he had, Is uh, it on like Instagram or something like that? I saw it on Facebook. So I, I stopped. Okay. I pro- January 1st, I just stopped going on social media just because I wanted to. And I haven't been mm-hmm. on Instagram. But I, I'm back on Facebook because that's, that's where I get my news. Yeah. And this was on Facebook. And it was good. He had Steve Carell on. They uh, reminisced about 15 years of The Office being premiered. And I always tell people... The Office is the only show, right, Father Sean, that we followed start to finish. Yes, we. I don't think we missed we didn't any miss episode. A single episode for the saw it all lot. eight years it was on TV. That's awesome. Nine, nine, nine years. I remember being on a summer assignment at St. Agnes, and I came home to watch the last episode with yeah, you guys. That was a big. That was a big deal in our family. Yeah. And now people are thinking they're cool because they watch it on Netflix. But we're cool because we started right. with it. So take that, Gen yes. Zers. And we were the only ones who got it. 
It's true. When we were watching, we were watching with a group of people, and they all were looking at us, and they didn't think that it was funny. And they said, I remember specifically, why are you laughing? They haven't said any jokes. And I looked and I said, that's why it's You're funny. a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Nolan, what? And those same people think uh, that the Big Bang Theory is funny, right? <laughs> I'm not gonna go My there. A lot of people gosh. like that. I went there. Nolan, went there. what is new in in the world of youth ministry? What what's update us? You know, I think those first couple of weeks, people like dove really like headfirst into the the virtual ministry. Um, I think people, some people are already feeling um, like a little like they've had too much screen time and like um, this is actually, you know, taking more out of me than I thought it would be, um, which I guess is a, is a good sign because, um, you know, things th- things are happening even though we're in this crazy quarantine period and um, it's just, it's forced a lot of people to look at ministry differently. You know, we talked about it earlier and on on uh, the the uh, the comeback episode, but um, it's and I've probably said this before, but it's actually been uh, hopeful in in some places. Like uh, kids are are being reached um, in a digital format um, that were not being reached in uh, person, and that's a good thing. And you know, there's been breakthroughs with young people that you know are more comfortable with a virtual kind of setting, and uh, you know, while the ideal is to, um, you know, break them from that shell, it's, it really follows along with meeting young people where they're at, meeting anybody where they're at in evangelizing and, and um, bringing the gospel to them. So uh, the, we're learning a lot. There's, uh, and I do think, I do think when all this is over, we'll look at ministry, we'll look at the church, we'll look at a lot of those things differently for having been through this experience on multiple levels. What are the like? What are the platforms that young people are following this stuff? Do you think is it mainly Instagram and Twitter? Or? I think uh, you know. Uh, I think Instagram is obviously big um, because just it's it's pretty universally used by young teenagers, and um, you know, whereas Twitter, I would say not so much. Um, but they're all being forced to use something for school like Zoom or Google Meet or things like that. So um, it, it's it's allowed the youth ministers like they're not necessarily introducing a lot of new things to them um, because they're having to do these things for school anyway. So um, that's been that's been really helpful. Uh, yeah, I would say those. There, there's, there's other apps and stuff out there. There's something called Voke, which I haven't looked much into. V O K E, but it's an app that's specifically designed for ministry, um, and and keeping connected digitally. Um, and yet, there's just there's just a lot of stuff out there. Stuff is being developed as we speak too. It's interesting. Have have mm-hmm. you Life Teen? Life Teen did a live Life Night. Um, that they streamed on YouTube. That yeah, you can you can watch now for the next. Uh, I think at least for the next three weeks they're doing li- yeah. live. Yeah, there's something else called Project YM that is very similar. They're bringing in on Sunday nights. They're bringing in like speakers like like Paul J Kim and um, Katie Prejean McGrady and people that have uh, you know 
youth ministry fame, so to speak, and and somewhat youth ministry celebrities um, with with three names. Yes, that's that's the key. Paul J. Kim, Katie Prejean McGrady, and I was trying to think Justin Phineas yeah, McGaldy. Justin Phineas McGaldy. <laughs> so other good news. Our cousin just had a baby. Yes, very good news. He was able to be there today. Christian uh technically it late was last night yesterday but it was very close to being early this morning oh cool because one of my best friends from college just had a baby this morning christian mark magaldi and three was it three or four days after his birthday yeah his birthday's the 25th yeah how about that good stuff father sean have did you watch the um and nolan the papal Whatever uh, would you say, indulgence? The the blessing, the Irby the, the, the at Orby. Blessing. Yes, that's that's that was amazing. It was awesome. I watched it live. Yeah, that was awesome. me too. What do you, what were your uh, pointers to, in case anyone didn't watch it? What what were some of your main takeaways? Oh, you can watch it. So that would be my first pointer. It's still available to be. But watched. say mm-hmm. someone just wants the pointers. What would you say? Considering we're doing a podcast, I would say. That I never thought that I'd be able to look at the Eucharist on TV and still be able to pray. That's good. I, I, you know, I will say this. It's funny that you say that because I, w- I want to say that very morning. It could have been the day before, but very close to that, I was having a conversation with my assistant, Liz, talking about some things that we could provide for youth ministers and young people as the diocesan office during this time. And one of the ideas that I've heard from other people was well why don't you do some kind of adoration and i felt really uncomfortable about like a digital streamed adoration you know which is funny because mass is like is, is the source and summit but like that is something we're used to seeing on tv and i just didn't i, I just couldn't wrap my head around doing adoration but the way that it was done oh my gosh you're right father sean like i was i was really praying in front of the eucharist in my living room it was kind of cool. Yeah, and, and it was also very eerie to see nobody there. How many times have you seen the Pope be able to walk as much as he did without a single person next to him? Yeah, it's true. Yeah, that that was. That was that crazy. Was and it was rainy and everything. Now there's all these pictures and videos of people saying that you could see Mary in the clouds while it was going on. Really? Really? Yeah. To Look it up. I don't know. I I, I don't see it until they, like zoom in really far so i don't know sometimes i think some people are looking for things that might not be there yeah but when it comes to that kind of stuff if that brings you comfort great but like it doesn't mean that it happened i think what the pope did brought me comfort you know yeah yeah what did what were your takeaways from his homily well i actually posted um something on the diocesan youth ministry social media today just like uh, a quote that i just felt like really kind of hit home and that was um pulling it up now um so it's not the time of god's judgment but of our judgment a time to choose what matters and what passes away a time to separate what is necessary from what is not and that like i, I don't know if it's because he said this um, or a coincidence, but it, this is like what's been at the heart of my prayer during all this, that um, this is like God is giving us such a big opportunity here, 
you know, the other quote that that's coming to me is from uh, the Lord of the Rings. Um, you know, I, I, I butcher it every time I try to say it, but you know, we, we only have, uh, you know, we have a choice when we're, when we're given, you know, time and, and, and it's what we do with it is up to us. Uh, that just that idea that like, like this is like, this is like a time, this is like a moment in our lives personally, as a people, as a church to really step back. And like, again, I said this before, but we shouldn't, we shouldn't come out of this, like going back to our normal routines. Like this should look different. Pope Benedict has a line like that too, that we're exactly where God wants us to be. So to look back into another age and say, why couldn't we have been there then? This is where God wants us to be. Yeah. And it's a, a unique opportunity that uh, hopefully, I mean, or whatever, there, there will never be another time where everything just stops for two months. Like the whole world. I don't want to call it or like, longer. I don't want to call it like a test or a trial or, or like that. Although there may be truth to that, but it just it just feels like this is just like this is like a timeout and 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 a, a re-strategizing didn't, opportunity. And doesn't Pope Francis say something about this is the time for our ailing Earth to recover or heal? It's something along those lines, right? I don't remember that line specifically, but. All that to say is you're right, Nolan. This is it's an interesting time. Mm-hmm. Which segues into this past weekend's gospel, Father Sean. You want to recap that? Well, I was thinking about... Um, it's amazing how well the gospels have been working for this specific time. And um, one of the things that I think is really cool is even though we're separated, like being able to celebrate mass and have my, you know, like Justin watch on FaceTime, it, it like connects us in a way that we wouldn't have been connected before, which I think is kind of cool. But um, looking at Lazarus, like uh, I didn't talk about this as much, but this is another thing. Oh, I know I did mention this, like the if you were here, Lord, this wouldn't have happened. Right. And how. Jesus, they tell Jesus, we're going to, um, you know, your friend is very sick. And he's like, okay. And then kind of doesn't do anything about it. And then, he, you know, he mentions that he has died, but now you're going to see his glory, right? You're going to see the glory of Jesus Christ in it. And not that God is like making us suffer, but that through our suffering and through the difficulty, through the sickness, through all these things, we can still see his glory. Um, and whether that's the heroism of the first responders, doctors, nurses, or whatever it may be, or just certain other things, right? And then the other thing I, I, I mentioned, which I was thinking about, was just, you know, what what's going on in our lives that needs to be brought back to life, right? And we have this un unique opportunity as the world kind of stops to sit back and, and ask God, what's kind of, what has died in my life? Um, and then ask for that resurrection, that thing to be brought back to life. And that could be something like, you know, there might be issues with your family and now you're stuck in a room with that, right? And what, what does that look like? Mm. What does that resurrection look like? Maybe there are people that you haven't had a chance to talk to. Like one of my friends called me a few weeks ago and it like took me a while. Actually, I she had sent me uh, a text back in January. Let's 
uh, back in December, let's catch up. And I said, oh, great, I'll be at this conference. I should have time in the afternoon to talk. And then I got sick. So then I just kind of forgot. With the coronavirus. And then possibly. I don't know. Um, I, I wish I could know because then I could give my blood and they can use the blood maybe to help other people. Um, <laughs> Nobody makes me believe my own blood. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but like she called and then the other day we finally like reconnected and it was like because she had time that she wouldn't have had and I had time that I wouldn't have had. And uh, she was funny because she was like my husband – is my co is my office mate now and i was like what do you mean she goes yeah he's working from home i'm working from home and then, then now we could kind of like eat lunch together like todd was mentioned uh as well but like so what are those things that need to be resurrected in in our life that that this time this pause allows us to do i think that's something to think about and pray about too can you rephrase that question again did you not hear me, or did I say it bad? You said it fast, I feel like, but maybe it could just be me. I said that I think now that we have time to pause and reflect, we can ask that question, what needs to be brought back to life mm. in our lives? Mm -hmm. And, you know, whether that's rekindling a relationship, whether that's dealing with, you know, certain demons that we haven't faced that maybe we've been running from, or whether that's just making time for prayer and setting up a routine that we have been missing out on. I mean, it could be anything, but just to take that time and reflect on that. And what's so cool is that it's obviously the next season that we're going into is the season of, of the resurrection, of, of rising again. And so it's like, it, it just all seems so very providential to, you know, spend this time reflecting on what we need and and then like, but also to start thinking about like when we get out of this thing, which is hopefully within the Easter season. But if it's not Pentecost, if it's not, you know, ordinary time, whatever. But like that, that what follows, like what we got to be start planning for the resurrection. You know, we got to start planning for like how we we re respond when things get back to quote unquote normal, that we don't just go back to our normal routines, but um, that, you know. Uh, we're the, it, this this it's anointed you know it's it's there's something else that that we're just in a different plane in a different um headspace and and doing our part uh, even more than we ever were yeah so with all that being said father sean where's the homily <laughs> i think i just said it right <laughs> i would i would highly recommend people watching father rob's video on petersboat.net as well um just kind of talking about the the connection and more more specifically the people that are separated from loved ones uh that are either in nursing homes or in hospitals or dying whatever it is uh and just kind of through this reading sort of reflecting on the comfort that we have knowing that Christ is with us and by their side and that we mm. want to be with them and we want to be the one that comforts them and gives them joy or whatever and it's in our humanity that we want to do and it's not a bad thing that you want to do it but realizing and knowing that Christ is there and that that's something to give us comfort even though it's still hard it, it's still something to reflect on though he says it way way better than i just did <laughs>
but highly recommend that video as well. Yeah, I had, I had the chance to um, stream his mass on Sunday. Um, so, and, and he, he touched on those themes in his homily. Um, but I look forward to checking out the video as well. Um, Father Sean, have you uh, had time to think about your uh, your Easter homily? I'm just curious because I'm just I'm I'm anxiously anticipating Easter homilies this year. Um, not really. Okay. As Fair. I know, I'm not gonna be in in in, in front of people. Can I make a recommendation? In a sense that sure. you record it and release it as an episode. Mm. I love it. I can do that, I think. I think people uh people would look forward to hearing that. That would be way better than us three knuckleheads just talking. Just talking. Well, I mean, we can we can also make our own episode. We but... can. Yeah, how about or how about this? Here's a here's a crazy idea. We do both. That's insane. How about here's another video that would be good. That's actually from last year. Matthew twenty eight had a video with uh, Stephanie Muncy, and she talked about becoming Catholic. And Lent was confusing to her. But and one of the things she talks about is how it can be frustrating in Lent, and because you know, but you know that the forty days are going to end eventually. And then she said, "But what about those times where we don't know when it's going to end?" And I think that's very appropriate for this time as well. So that's another video to check out, even though it's a year ago and had nothing to do with this. And so. that's like mt28project.com? Is that the, the website? Yeah, or, so, or yeah dot org? something like that. Yeah, or just go on YouTube and look it up. Or Facebook. They've been doing some killer videos lately. Yeah. Yeah, that, it, it is very good. I'm, I'm looking to start watching. Um, it's called The Wild Goose Project. Yeah, by um, 4 p.m. media. Yeah, I'm, I'm. Someone sent that to me too, and I'm curious to see what that is. It's on Forbes. Is it? Yeah, I think at least some of it, it is. is. I don't know if all of it is. Metanoia. That's another thing. So there's all sorts of Father Dave Pavanka. All sorts of good stuff to watch. I'm trying to find a balance Who? of, because I don't want to overload myself with this. So I'm trying to find a balance of like maybe watch something ministry based and watch something funny then listen to well after you watch the tiger king you could watch a movie about saint francis there you go <laughs> that's perfect he he tamed a wolf though right <laughs> wolf tiger lion all things i wouldn't mess with yeah. should that be the should that be the name of the episode saint francis the original tiger king the, the, uh, the tiger king og <laughs> I'm just going to say, you guys have been dying to slip in the Tiger King reference. <laughs> well, you we have to be culturally relevant. We do. We do. I, have, this, I haven't watched it. This episode will actually be released while the Tiger King is still a thing. How many times can we say that? Very few. Very, very, very often, very often, we talk about things and then the episode comes out three or four weeks later and it doesn't matter anymore. Right. It's true. Like when we talked about the Super Bowl and then it came out like a month after the Super Bowl. <laughs> it's this true. Is, this is good. That's, that's the secret then to successful podcasts is being quarantined. It's almost as if we should have been recording more regularly all these years. We probably should have been. Well, here, that's the, well there you go. You live and you learn. That's in, in all the things that we've talked about. What What is something in our life that we should be doing more? It's the podcast. 
God provides. Full circle. <laughs> the world the world stopped so we could start. Quote Justin. <laughs> Quote the Justin nevermore. Quote the Justin nevermore. So there's this lady that um one of the books that you see behind me. Yeah, what of the one of the six million Poe. books behind you? <laughs> and um, there was this woman who always asked me to pray for her daughter Lenore, so I just started calling the this woman the uh, the Raven. <laughs> Hopefully she does. And she thought that was hysterical. Oh. So she, when when her whatever it was that I was praying for her daughter about, I remember what it was. But she when it <laughs> when it came to fruition, I don't want to get into it because she when it came to fruition, she gave me that book as a thank you for always praying for her. Oh, that's so funny. That is great. Because I started calling her the. You know, she had she would have, she had winged, um, uh, eye makeup. And then like, I remember one time her husband would help at the nursing home, um, to give out communion and when we would have mass there. And he goes, "Oh yeah," and he said his wife's name, and he's like, "I'm I'm her husband." And I was looking at him. He goes, "The Raven," and I was like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> <the Raven." laughs> well, it's nice but to do hear they that. listen to this podcast. Yeah. No. Okay. It's nice to hear that your prayers work. So if you don't mind praying for my stinky dog. I've got other things to pray for right now. <laughs> Fine. Fair enough. Quoth the raven, nevermore. Nolan, any... <laughs> any, any other animal noises to add before we wrap this thing up? <laughs> we gotta limit it. We got a lot of podcasts to do. That's right. We can't give all the way uh, all the animal noises we'll, in one. We'll shot. do a, uh, a a tiger noise contest next week. I think that's got to be spliced in somehow. <laughs> so one of the things that Nolan and I do in the office is if, if one of us is on the phone or has someone in there, the other one will walk by and try to make the person laugh. And that very often is uh, a noise that Nolan will make to try to make me laugh as he walks by. My Give office. it to the people one more time, Nolan. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually, I have to say, I really do enjoy making faces at, at Father Sean when he's on the phone, especially if I know it's an important call. <laughs> Oh, man. Sometimes I just stare into your office, Nolan, until you realize it's me, and then I run. <laughs> Did you ever run at, on your escape trip? What? And while you're running and trying to escape, did you ever... No, run? I almost ran into somebody once. See, that's comedy. That was before social distancing. <laughs> so you were all running. You were able to you run get arrested for that now. Yeah, that's right. You had a fine. Well... This has been fun, even though we uh, we had two guests that uh, couldn't do it. The OGs were here. We're back, baby. You know what? There we go. If we get our if we get our first guest on this show, eventually we'll we'll have even more of content to speak about. Yeah. So. Just doing that hopeful spin thing. <laughs> that was the most deflated, optimistic thing I've heard. Uh, you know, just do that hopeful. Look, thing. whatever. I'm just trying to be opti optimistic, okay? Yeah, whatever. I don't even care. <laughs> I don't care. All right, Father Sean. I don't care. I'm a doctor, too. Wrap I know. it up. God bless everyone who listened to this podcast.
You've been listening to the Untitled Catholic Podcast. See you next time.